Hi, welcome to Go Tell Mom. I'm Diana Kelly, and I've been momming for several decades, including tending my fur babies, kids I gave birth to, kids I mentored as a broadcaster and college instructor, my kids' friends, and my friends. I'm not a psychologist or doctor, but I do know how to dig up advice from those who are, and that's what I'll share with you. If you have something to share with me, remark, comment, question, please comment below. My daughter told me after she went off to college that she doesn't plan to have kids, ever. I'm not willing to give up that much of my life, she said emphatically. I'll be the favorite aunt, I'll love hanging out with them, but I don't want to raise them. Wow, big sigh for mom after that. Especially since I know she doesn't want to grow up in my life, the mom who rarely went out except with the kids, whose friends were people at work, or who were shepherding their own kids at kids' events that she attended. After I had kids, girls' night out was a rare thing. My ex and I didn't do date night either, like so many of my grounded couple friends did, because we went to so many work events as a couple. And clearly, that was a bad example for my daughter. So, I'm going to focus on something in this podcast that may save the dream of grandchildren you have in your head. Mom's day out. You see, if your daughter sees you taking time for yourself in a way that does not include flaking out on the couch and watching Netflix, she might actually think being a child-rearing grown-up is cool. My problem was that with my husband's and my radio career, we didn't stay in one place long enough to make close friends. When we lived in one southern city, we found a great neighborhood where our toddlers made friends instantly with the kids across the street. There were a lot of Navy families there, too, so the moms understood the moving from place to place thing. And they invited me to go play bunko with them. It was once a month. It was wacky. It was girls only. Every month it was at a different house. We had competitions and prizes and snacks and so much laughter. And, of course, we shared gossip about what was going on in town and in our neighborhood. Whose dog had a love affair with another neighbor's trash can? Which group of guys got together to trap an armadillo who decided to have a family under a bush outside the living room? You know, that kind of thing. I hadn't had that kind of connection with a group of women since my single days. I loved it. And a year and a half later, we moved. The kids cried. I cried. And my spouse waved goodbye enthusiastically, ready for greener grass in a new yard. It was nearly a decade before I found that kind of companionship again. And my daughter was growing up noticing that. Again, I had friends at work, but we rarely hung out together. They had their own established friendships and communities, and I was a mom with kids and a demanding schedule. A recent study cited in theconversation.com says new moms sought out leisure and physical activities to minimize stress, decrease their anxiety, and increase self-esteem. And those activities could benefit not-so-new moms, too. It's all about making the time and giving yourself permission to take it. How much me time is healthy, though? A recent NBC report says that the sweet spot for extra free time is about three and a half hours per day, but it needs to be used productively or you're not satisfied with it, at least according to the latest study they reported. Now, another study says you need some time when you're just reading that novel that you picked up or vegging or chilling and watching Netflix. The show you want to watch, not the one your significant other chooses, saying, you don't mind if we watch this, do you? If he's talking about impractical jokers and you're in the mood for Bridgerton, no, it's not going to feel like me time. It may be a family bonding moment, but it's not me time. That's why the productive me time idea is so appealing. You're usually doing something away from the house that's good for you. 
I remember talking to the president of the Moms Club just outside Atlanta. She was the mom of a toddler and active five-year-old who rarely got a moment in low gear. But when she did, she had a plan. I like doing picnics in those rare segments of free time, she told me. But what I really love is to go to a day spa. Sometimes I get a manicure or a pedicure, then a massage. Notice none of these things involve staying at home. Home leads to the idea of chores. There's always laundry that needs to be done, rugs to vacuum, dinner to be made, gardens to be weeded. There's a reason why an observant young daughter would think you're not getting time off for good behavior. You don't have to do these things alone either. A salon near the mom president's neighborhood has moms come in for spa parties now and again, and they have a great time together, she says. Don't have the spare cash for that? Why not plan a spa day with a group of moms from one of your kids' groups and do it at your house while the dads take charge of the kids at someone else's house? For me, bonding with other moms was one of those things I yearned for as we leaped from city to city. It makes you feel normal, like a person, instead of just someone's mom or someone's spouse or someone's coworker. The Moms Club president told me that they had a mom's night out once a month. We have dinners, movies, painting, and do the occasional manicures and pedicures and massages. There are other me-time moments that are relatively inexpensive. Learningresources.com suggests taking a walk around the block. Maybe go to the park. Take your time. Notice what's blooming or flowing or growing in your neighborhood. Browsing a bookstore is always fun, especially if you grab a fellow bibliophile to join you on your literary exploration. Personally, I go for used bookstores so I can buy more books cheap. Or you can hit the library, find a cozy corner, and just read. Maybe meet a friend for coffee on the way. Coffee's cheaper than lunch, and let's face it, we all go through those phases when we look at something we'd love to buy and think, but Mavis needs music lessons, and then take a pass. Oh, speaking of lessons, how about you take some? You know, yoga, gourmet cooking, finger painting, piano. Find a rec center that offers something fun on a budget, and make friends with your classmates. Have a conversation with a fellow grown-up. I have some friends now that I'm semi and denesting, and we took a hike one Saturday at one of our local parks. Another time we went to the farmer's market. Great fresh produce, pretty plants, even some lunch available at some stalls. It's something different from sitting at home and folding socks. There are some cities that have Mother's Day Out programs that let you sign up any time of the year. VeryWellFamily.com points out that you park the kids while you do it, giving the small fry a chance to interact, have fun, even learn, while you get to discover your own interests. How do you figure out which program is best for your child and your schedule? Well, here's another me-time opportunity. Find an online mom's group and chat. Do it during your library or coffee shop visit, where kids are not going to be carving into that me-time, and you can let your hair down about your concerns. Trust me, lots of moms are going through what you're going through, and everyone feels better about themselves when they can help someone else avoid a pitfall. Makes you feel good. You might even find someone to have coffee with. Right. Now, how to schedule that break time? Because we have to schedule it, or it's not going to happen. It's like my non-existent date night. If you don't plan a day and an activity ahead of time, it won't happen. You'll be asked to do something at the last minute, and you won't have an excuse to say no. You won't be able to say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't stay an extra hour to redo your programming assignment because I have plans. Or, I'm sorry, I have plans. I won't be able to bake those 52 dozen cupcakes for class. Or there won't be a sitter available for you to make your escape for an hour or two. If you really don't think you have that free time, that me time, find a way to create it. 
Figure out how to work smarter and save more time. Maybe by getting dad to do the vacuuming while watching Impractical Jokers while you're baking two dinners at the same time and freezing one. Amazingly, I got the hang of doing that after I moved into my own place once the kids have moved out. But it will definitely work for prepping family meals. Just make twice as much and freeze half. One thing I will give myself credit for on the chore side is making my kids and my ex do their own laundry. That definitely helped give me some extra time. And they only had themselves to blame if they ended up with pink underwear. You're a general when it comes to getting your kids ready for school, ready for bed, scheduling play dates. Now it's time to be a general about making time for your own play date. Research shows mom burnout makes you tense, depressed, overwhelmed, not good for you or for your family. Do yourself a favor. Take time to relax every day. Your grandchildren may be at stake. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Go Tell Mom, where we chew on stuff that you talk about with your mom, or maybe not. I'm Diana Kelly. If there's something you want brought up, something you want to add, comment below, and I'll be back next week. 